Welcome to my Moon Guide, and thanks so much for listening. This is Suzanne Lennox, and I like to do these podcasts to help fill you in on how to use the science of cycles, the sun, the moon, and the stars, in order to make things better in your life. And today is a great day. Tomorrow is Thursday, Thanksgiving here in the U.S., and this is a time for us to be filled with lots of gratitude, lots of thankfulness. And I'm going to suggest that beforehand you take a little bit of time today and look at forgiveness first. It's amazing that when we allow forgiveness to come into our hearts, gratitude naturally arises. So use this phase of the moon. We're still at the very end of the last quarter. And this is when you should be looking at that release list that you did. And you might want to listen to podcast number 43, where I talk about some options for that release list. And go ahead, look at that release list and make your forgiveness list and put yourself on that list. Look at options that you have in your life that give you an opportunity to do something besides hang on to those things, those events, those people that really no longer have value for you. So take a look at the list and do that action, that activity for the last quarter. And then for tomorrow, we're going to be moving into the final phase of this releasing cycle. And that's the balsamic moon. The balsamic moon, one of my favorites. This is when the moon is getting tinier and tinier and it's disappearing. This is when you have nothing to do. And this is going to be perfect for a holiday. This is when you allow yourself to rest and you allow the forces that you have put into action on your behalf in order to release things that are ready to pass away from you to open up the opportunity for abundance in the coming Taurus moon, that's in half a year. Now you get to rest, you get to relax. And let me use a turkey metaphor for you. I like to cook, and one of the things I never knew was after you cook a turkey, you need to let it rest. This allows it to become more edible. It allows everything to become more delectable. And that meat, when you allow it to rest, when you've cooked it with love and caring, and you've had your family in mind that's going to enjoy this feast, letting that rest, letting it develop its flavors, this is what makes a huge difference in how things are going to taste. And this is the purpose of the balsamic moon. This is when we allow ourselves to rest, when we trust that what we've been releasing, we can really let go of. So in a way, when we have the balsamic moon, you let go of any effort that you've been using to let go. I hope that makes sense to you, and I hope you give it a try. There are a lot of things at play with this particular moon. We'll have a new moon coming on December 2nd, but in the meantime, we're at the final phases of the releasing moon and some of the energies at play are making it a bit challenging. Jupiter, which wants us all to be happy and have a good time, is in the house of home in Cancer where it is comfortable. However, it's in a retrograde motion. And so for this holiday, people are going to be a little bit internal. It's going to be a little bit of a quiet holiday. Venus, that always likes to have a party, is going to be directly opposite Jupiter. So there may be some conflicts between what you want to do for yourself to have a good time and what's going to be required by the family. 
Take time during this holiday to let the internal work happen on its own. Let yourself cook a little bit on the inside like that turkey does when it's resting. And trust that there are forces at work that really want for you to have a wonderful, happy life and to be able to let go of those things that are trying to be let go. Those obstacles and blocks to success and abundance that we put in place during our releasing phase, trust that that's being done in its own time, in its own way. I want to take a moment to talk to you quickly about this comet, Comet Ison. This traveler from way out in uh, just the edges of our solar system is on its way to graze the sun, and it's going to come its closest to the sun on Thanksgiving Day. Now, here's how I look at this energy. This is a traveler that's been held out in the outer field around the solar system and for whatever reason has been set into motion to go into our solar system, releasing on its way its light, its messages, its power of change. It's releasing all those little particles of change as it makes its way quickly from the outer edges of the solar system, past all the planetary orbits, and now it's as close as it's going to get to the sun. It's going to graze the sun. And this means it's going to get close enough where it will be challenged by the gravitational field of the sun. Is it going to get sucked into the sun and disappear forever? Or will it make it just past that gravitational pull of the sun, our solar star, and make its way back through all the orbits of the planets, and as it does so, carrying with it some of that energy it collected within the solar field. This is pretty exciting stuff. Now I know in old days they used to think that comets meant some kind of disaster. Well, sometimes it's a disaster to have to let go of old ways of thinking and being. And remember, we have at play right now a configuration between the planet Pluto and Uranus that are already set to disrupt the status quo. And I believe that the energy of this comet Ison, whether it gets sucked into the sun or not, is going to contribute to that change. Now here's the thing that they're saying about comets. They're saying they're like cats. They have long tails and they're completely unpredictable. Now, those aren't my words. I listened to it, and I thought it was great. Here's the thing about Comet Ison. It could, A, get sucked into the sun. B, oh, let's call it Z, and think about all the other letters of the alphabet in between. Okay, A, gets sucked into the sun, and Z, it could be the most spectacular sight that people are going to see for a number of lifetimes. So, what'll it be? It could be any place along the alphabetical line. I'm hoping for a spectacular show come Christmas time when the comet Ison will be as close to the Earth as it will ever get and then continue on in its journey out back through our solar system and perhaps off into who knows where in space. I take it as a messenger. Now, when we think about messengers, I think about angels. They're always messengers from the divine. 
angels always begin their message when they're talking to human beings with fear not. And so I'm going to encourage you, fear not. We're getting a message from outer space. I don't know what that message is, and I don't know how I'm going to use it, but I trust that it's always going to be good news. Maybe a challenge, but definitely good news. So keep track of ISON. At mymoonguide.com, I have updates for you on ISON and what I'm finding about it and thinking about it, so you might want to check that out. The other thing I've added is on this place that says Moon Info, one of those pages on the website, on that page, you will find the times. uh, It'll be in Pacific time, but you can translate that to whatever time zone you're in. It has the time of the moon set and the moon rise. And I'm encouraging all of you, sight the moon sometime during the day or night, every day. Take a moment to find the moon. Now, you may have clouds. That's okay. Sometimes you can see that light behind the clouds. Sometimes it's just too much to see, but make an effort. This is a way for you to connect with the moon and the energies that's coming through the moon. And I might add for Thanksgiving, the moon will be in the sign of Libra. This will contribute to having a congenial time and people being very careful of everybody's feelings. Until next time, Listen in to My Moon Guide again. And this is Suzanne Lennox saying, have a happy holiday. Bye for now.